Do you know that? Okay, so so um, uh, bad hearing runs in my family. So I am going to have to. Um, I'm probably going to have to go and get my hearing checked soon. Oh, you noticing some stuff? Yes. Hmm. Uh, my my brother Rob. I don't think he minds me sharing this because he shared it on Tumblr a couple times. He already has a hearing aid, mm-hmm. and my mom has uh, a hearing aid that she never uses, and like to <laughs> like torture us with it because you know you're talking to her, <laughs> doesn't understand what you're saying, and she she stares at you as though she is registering what you're saying, and you could talk mm-hmm. for like ten minutes, and then she goes, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, which part of that didn't you get? Because <laughs> I had no indication during any part of that conversation that you didn't get any of it. You know, I don't know which part I didn't get. I couldn't hear any of my it. My favorite part of it, though, it's not just the fact that she could sit there, but but she's like, she's nodding. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> you're talking and she's nodding. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, and then what? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't even understand how that can happen. That makes sense <laughs> to me. So, hello. Howdy. Mm, it's too bad you weren't recording because now we don't have that part about masturbating in there. <laughs> <laughs> or the part about how uh, our microphones were messed up. I don't think they were. I think it was my fault. So, yes, I have a hearing problem I'm starting to notice more often. And one of the things I was told about it is that what usually goes first is higher voices. Mm. And I have noticed that with some of the girls, and yes, I mean girls at work, (laughs) young girls coming in from college and stuff, that I have more trouble hearing them. Um, and I have trouble sometimes, um, with the phone, um, and that I cannot have, you know, with work. So I've been, I've been starting to notice it's more of a distortion (laughs) sort of thing than an actual (laughs) not being able to hear. And I'm at at first I thought, well, maybe it's the phone, you know, but it Mm -hmm. happens so often. Um, and it, you know, it's. It doesn't happen every time. Now, for I'm starting to think, I think it's more me than anything else. You know, <laughs> it sounds like people are kind of mumbling or kind of yeah. the words are kind of going together and stuff, kind of thing. And mm-hmm. and I start to get a little frustrated, and I'm like, this is kind of what mom would do. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm probably losing my fucking hearing. God damn it! So. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So I'm going to have to go get that checked out. So I'm a crotchety old lady who's angry now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um, I was in a mood earlier just because work will not leave me alone. Mm. Isn't that so I'm, I was like all frazzled and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I finally get home and I sit down on my couch and the phone rings mm. and it's work. And it's somebody talking to me in a computer room on a cell phone that keeps cutting out. <sighs> and it's just the world's worst phone connection. Oh. And it was just, it, it. it's like every time I missed part of her speech, it's like a, a nick on a blade catches me or something. Yeah. You know, it's just like a slap across the face. Oh, so bad. 
And then after the phone call, I'm so crabby. I was, it was just like zero to 60. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, and that's it. It's like this irritant. And when it happens, it's just over, you know, yeah. there's, there's no resolving it. It's just, you're like, fuck it. I'm done. <laughs> there's actually, um, I, I've kind of come to, there, there are times when I'm kind of pushed over the edge because there's just too many things going on in different parts of my life. Mm-hmm. That something from work will kind of, you know, push me over. But I have gotten to the point with work where I just don't really allow that to happen because when it comes down to it, it's just work. I know. When... <laughs> I know it. I need to keep telling myself that. Yeah, I mean, it, it at this point with with what you're describing, it sounds like it's going to be disrupting your life, though, and you don't really have a lot of control over that. So that's mm-hmm. frustrating, and I get it. Um, but it was funny because somebody at work today, there's this uh, kid at work, you know, new hire, and he's like kind of support role, um, and he works with the the girl who sits across from me. And, uh, she was kind of talking about how everything's been really bad and she, you know, she's upset and things are going wrong and it's not her fault that this stuff happened, but she has to take all the blame for it, which, Hey, who doesn't hate that? You know, it's like when you inherit something and Mm -hmm. they kind of like dump it on you and then run away. And all you can see is like the door, like swinging after them when they left. I am going through that right now, actually. Yeah. And, and so you've got all this stuff and people are mad at you, but they're mad at you because of the situation, not because of anything you did. Right. So that's what she's dealing with right now. And this kid, you know, she's talking to him and he's like, yeah, well, you know, this, this is a solution for that. Well, yeah, but this, well, yeah, you know, this is a solution for that. Well, yeah, but, um, you know, I know, but I'm just feeling bad. And he's like, you know, this is a job. <laughs> yep. Like none of this stuff is going to affect, um, you know, uh, affect you like in a month from now, you won't even be thinking about this anymore. Right. You get paid either way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and I, I've had that conversation with other people, mm-hmm. you know, I need to take my own medicine. And but I understand though, when it starts to disrupt your life, like for me, it's been frustrating lately because I worked eight hours on Sunday. Mm. I woke up at two o'clock in the morning on Monday thinking about what I had to do. Couldn't go back to sleep. So I started doing it, went to work early ish. And then, um, you know, I, I, um, gosh, I'm trying to remember. So basically I worked from two until I got back home at like, um, five and then I slept forever. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say we were texting last night and, um, I fell asleep while I was trying to respond to something you said. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't remember what we're talking about, but I saw that this morning. Yeah. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. And then, um, it just, when that starts to happen where you feel like, you know, you can't relax until you get some of that stuff done and you don't, you would never be able to do it during a normal work day. That's very frustrating, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's the expectation that's frustrating, but oh, well, it's just work. Yep. One of my favorite things that Merlin ever said about this sort of situation is nobody's going to eat you. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what's going to happen? What's the worst possible thing that could happen? You know, if this gets screwed up, you could lose your job. You'll get another one. Right. <laughs> Nobody's going to kill you. You're not going to jail, you know? <laughs> and that, that's exactly what you and I were talking about earlier. Yeah. My, that's how I was brought up. I was brought up to believe that I was one relatively minor screw up away from being penniless and homeless yeah. and live on the streets. Yes. that, And, you know, not only will that happen, but even though you have many friends who love and care about you. Um, Fucking Pam said the same thing. Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> the same exact Pam thing. Pam, your therapist. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and that's the thing, and that, and Doctor B had to say that to me too. It's like, mm-hmm. and even though you have like you know a, a number of friends who really love you and care about you and who would take you in in a heartbeat if you needed help, um, you're just imagining yourself like sitting on the curb and starving to death. Like right. somebody would cut, like he's like, and so Lindsay would drive up and and be like, Bridget, get in my car. I'm going to take you home. You're going to stay with me. And you'd be like, No, I need to sit here and starve. Sorry, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, <laughs> right. I need to take my medicine. <laughs> it sounds silly when you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> but I did something wrong. <laughs> I deserve it. Right. <laughs> Right, and that is the core of the issue. Exactly. So, yeah, therapy, won't you? Actually, do. Yeah, do if you know if if you're so inclined, I would say do. You know, I I put off going for so long because I didn't think I was unhappy enough. Uh, me too. You know, I didn't think that. Oh, I I was I'm not screwed up enough for for therapy. You don't have to be screwed up, <laughs> right? If you're unhappy. And you can't change it. You don't seem to be able to change it. Go talk to somebody. Yeah, I mean, I had to get to a point. I think uh, there was a lot of, you know, I I try to always kind of pinpoint what made me decide to go. There was a Mm -hmm. ton of things that just kind of piled up on top of each other. So it's really hard to say. But I remember one of the things that made me think I have got to start going to a therapist was like I, I was walking out of a store and there was some lady who wasn't paying attention, you know, and she was like um, driving too fast and she almost ran me down. And I mean, she came very close to hitting me. Mm-hmm. had no physical reaction to it. <laughs> How usually when, you know, you're faced with something like that, like your heart starts racing, you've got this adrenaline rush, yeah. that kind of stuff. I had no reaction to it. I was, and the only reaction I had to wow. after was like, "Aw, <laughs> wow!" <laughs> and I was like, "I gotta go to fucking therapy now." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Bring wow. it!" I was like, "Joker in the middle of the road, hit me!" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, let's talk about happy things. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I am. I was just going to say that because of therapy, I am more fixed than I thought I could be. Yeah, me too. And I've still got a long way to go. Yeah, but I'm in a better place because of it. Me too. It's I. I always kind of thought that it was just sort of going through the motions, but if you get the right therapist, that's key. 
Mm-hmm. Makes a huge difference. Everybody, let me tell you something. Every person that I have gotten a referral from Dr. B for has been like, where has this person been all of my life? Because, <laughs> you know, they, they, you know, the people who use a similar styles will work with each other. He's got like an online network of people. Sure. That, um, like they'll kind of bounce ideas off of each other and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, he knows people who do the same kind of work he does. So people, you need you hook me up. I'll, I'll hook you up real good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, tell, tell you what, if you go and it sucks, um, I will apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think, Here's- what will I do? I'll feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> I owe you 30 seconds of guilt. <laughs> I will buy you a sandwich, a beverage of your choosing, and chips if you partake in chips. Uh, and uh, I will also provide a um, dessert item of your choice. Mm, that's a hell of a deal. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. Here's, here's how easy it is to find a therapist. Hmm. I used my uh, employee assistance program at work. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they send you to someone to talk to, and then that someone refers you to a therapist. Oh! And it's all confidential. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like my therapist is not related to, you know, my company at all. Right. Uh, they they can put you if they can't help you, you know, uh, they can put you in touch with an actual therapist. Okay. And that's that's what mine did. But you can ask your your doctor, your regular doctor, you know, if they know any good therapists, mm-hmm. and just just start getting referrals. Yeah, you know, I did that the first time. Yep, and you got a, a dud. Well, the problem, the thing is, the the doctor that I go was going to, um, like I I I got referred to them, and they were good doctors. But mm-hmm. they're also um, Christian. Yeah. And so when they refer you to a therapist, the therapists are really Christian, you know. So mm-hmm. that can work for someone who's, you know, em- embracing that, you know, religion. But mm-hmm. when you are a recovering Catholic, <laughs> right. it was like, it was like pinpricks. It was like. I, I imagine you sitting there sweating. Yeah, it was it was basically like acid on my skin, like a slow working acid. It was so right. irritating and so frustrating, and I just wanted to scream. But I also felt like, you know, oh, it, you know, they might as well have been a nun, you know? Right, right. What, she's gonna hit me. She's gonna hit yes! me. She's gonna hit. Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh my god, that was a story that I wanted to tell. Um, oh. On the podcast, because I was telling this story the other day, um, I want to hear if any of our listeners went to Catholic school, um, because I was sharing this story, and I was thinking about it, and I'm like, I can't believe that this is true. You know, as I'm, <laughs> as I'm saying it, I'm like, I cannot believe that this was a situation. Um, right. When my brother Jim, uh, when, when he was younger, you know, in the 70s, they didn't really know um, how to deal with different like behavioral things. So like, you know, if somebody had something that now we recognize as, uh, ADD, 
Mm-hmm. Then they didn't really know how to categorize it or what to do about it. So yeah, they just they basically gave everybody the same downers. Yeah, exactly. unless you were suicidal, then you got an up. Right, exactly. So so when he was a kid, um, he was diagnosed with hyperactivity. Right, I remember those things. <laughs> and their treatment idea was cut out his sugar, right, and like caffeine. And that was going to solve his problem. So um, my parents, <laughs> one year for Easter, they only did it one year because it, I think it was like the heartbroken look on his face probably <laughs> killed it. But one year for Easter, like um, they hid the the regular colored eggs for me and Rob. And mm. for Jim, they put carob, like, oh. yeah, carob treats in um, like plain like plastic baggies and hid that so if we found like a plastic baggie we were supposed to give those to jim and he would give us one of his eggs oh jesus it was awful (laughs) (laughs) i mean first of all he doesn't even get the eggs you know (laughs) he gets these plain sandwich bags right full of crappy treats he doesn't even want I bet they weren't even Ziploc bags. No, they were like they weren't Ziploc bags. They were like tied um, yeah. sandwich bags. They were knotted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So he's he's picking up a bunch of carob treats and like eight balls. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So I was gonna I was gonna mention because um, he so we went to Catholic school and he would always 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 get in trouble. Like he. Um, I mean, he got to the point actually when when he was little of doing so many crazy ass things where he got hurt that he would go to the hospital a lot. And eventually they were like, they brought in like a social worker or something. So like, (laughs) okay, what's going on here? He, he, he drank gas one time or something like that. Jesus. He, he did all kinds of weird stuff. Well, you know, maybe... If I went to Catholic school, I'd probably drink gas, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this was when he was little, little, though. Oh, but okay. um, But then when he, um, when he went to school, I want to say it was, like, maybe eighth grade or something like that. Um, you know, the nuns, not all of them were like it, but some of the nuns did believe in, what is it called? Um, is it capital? Is it corporal? I don't know. Corporal. Corporal punishment. So, like, they would do the um, the um, yardsticks a lot, mm-hmm. or they'd have, like, some of them had really creative ones. There was the, um, you squat in a crate. <laughs> yeah. I had a substitute teacher that did shit like that. Yeah. like, you- And we weren't in a Catholic school. Right, yeah. It's weird. Some, I think some people go into it because they're sadistic, quite honestly. Um, I think so. There was one who like would put you in the closet, and there was one who would like do the dot on the chalkboard, and you'd put your nose on it. Um, but... Um, uh, I, there was a, a nun who, like, it wanted, was trying to hit him with a yardstick, and he, like, slid <laughs> down. <laughs> it oh. went, like, under his desk. Oh, my God. So she missed. And he got in trouble for that. Like, yeah. he got written up for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm telling the story, I'm like, that's, like, the worst story ever. <laughs> Like, you know, why does Jim have detention? Because 
Because <laughs> he has excellent reflexes. <laughs> because he ducked when I was trying to hit him. Right. <laughs> so I was just like... You know, the, the, the church is the only organization that can get away with doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, if, you're, if you're getting kicked out of the grocery store because of your son, and they're trying to beat him up... <laughs> You know, the cops are getting called. Right, exactly, exactly. And I, I, won't, I think that now things are very different. I would doubt that there are a lot of Catholic schools that have anything like this going on, although I wouldn't be surprised in some smaller towns maybe mm-hmm. or in the South, um, you know, where the, the values are really strict or whatever, that they might have some of that stuff. But... Um, but yeah, I think we were right at this perfect moment in time where that was still happening, you know. And then, yeah, that, and that was that was probably peaking about that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So and then and then it was like as we were growing up and getting older, everything started to change, and you know, it was all this um, stuff about like. Um, I don't know, like child abuse came into like the spotlight, things like that. You're sitting there like, what the fuck, dude? (laughs) Maybe maybe we shouldn't hit our children (laughs) tools. You're fucking kidding me. (laughs) Hear me out. Hear me out. Maybe. Just maybe we smack him with our bare hands. That's all I'm saying. It's a thought. Just ease into it. It's a thought. It's something to think about. It's a thing to think about. <laughs> <laughs> Get comfortable with it. Let it roll around in there. <laughs> Next time you're standing over a kid, getting ready to beat him, just think, what What if I used my hand this time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, don't go just, just try it. Just try it. Before you poo-poo it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What would Jesus do? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you get detention for asking that question. Uh, yeah, you probably would. Probably would. I am going to beat you. Oh, is that what Jesus would do? <laughs> Jesus would forgive me, sister. That's right. <laughs> Jesus would turn the other cheek. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, TJ. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, um, uh, speaking of TJ Mm -hmm. and Lindsay, who do Mm -hmm. the Impolite Company podcast, um, we're going to see them very soon. Hell yes. So, this Friday is the beginning of Chicago-ish. And you're coming, and TJ and his family are coming, and um, lots of people are coming, and it's going to be fun. I haven't even checked the roster, so I'm going to be surprised. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, outside of the folks that I've... Oh, Nikki36 is going to be there. I'm excited. Mm, I saw that. He was at the very first one that I went to with Lindsay, and um, it was really great meeting her, and um, 
and we've got to talk online since and things like that. So I'm super excited about that. Good. Yeah. So, um, hmm. so yay. And when, what time do you think you're going to be here? Hmm. Um, should probably be there about six. If you show up at like nine again, I'm going to beat you. Uh, I'm going to try not to. We're going to leave, uh, we're going to leave here at like nine in the morning. Yeah. Then you'll probably get here about six. Yeah. Unless you stop for like 10 hours. Well, we're going to stop for lunch, but mm. if you have that'll be it, I do food, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to eat so much pizza when you're here. Oh, every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Lou Melvati's. I haven't been. There's Ugh. see, here's the thing. I got into a pizza a pizza like rut over here. That sounds awful. It it's 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 kind of a good awful. Um <laughs> there's a place okay, first of all, this place is I could walk there. Mm-hmm. Walk to this pizza place. I always order online mm-hmm. and I always have them deliver. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something i would do well i mean they're right down the street so the thing is they have like a tracking system it is not a heavy metal tracking system but as soon as it says the pizza's on the way i can put my pants on and go downstairs and they will be there in like two seconds so so it's like this it's so convenient for me you know to know i don't have to Wondering when they're going to show up, you know, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. What's worse than sitting around with your pants on at home? Right. It's the worst thing that's ever happened. But they have this pizza that they make. Okay, so they do a crust, like a very thin crust, and then they do cheese, and then they do a very thin crust on top of that cheese, and then they do your sauce and your cheese and your toppings. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I'm, in love. I'm not. I'm not a real big fan of the double crust pizza, though. It's not though because it's so thin. Mm. It's so it's so hard to explain. But it is it wafer thin. It's wafer thin. <laughs> <laughs> Please, sir. It is only wafer thin. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing tonight? Better. Better. <laughs> and I get a bucket. I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> Uh, yes. Good times. So pizza, won't you? I will. So much pizza. I'm going to go fucking crazy on pizza. I'm going to get stupid on pizza. (laughs) I'm going to talk to it. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) Did I tell you that uh, I heard Lou Malnati's has a gluten-free pizza? They do. And it's like on the sausage patty. That it, it, there's no crust, right? It's just like the the crust is the sausage. Yes. <laughs> In my wiener moves every time I talk about it. So it was it was created during the whole Atkins diet thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so. <laughs> So when you when you get a deep dish or whatever you want to call it, you know, the Chicago style Lou Malnati's pizza, if you order sausage, the sausage is the size of the pizza. Oh, that is so good. It's like a patty, you know, the size of the pizza, 
I really wish everybody did this. I know. So, so when they did the crust list, they just said, well, why don't we just put it right on the side? So brilliant. This is Nobel Prize material. Why are these people not being recognized? <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the crust. So, you know, I... I do, too. I do, too. But I'm also a big fan of a giant sausage patty. <laughs> I'm a big fan of a giant sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Boners. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, that will be good. It's going to be mm-hmm. fun. We're going to hang out on Saturday. Um, Kat wants to go to Chicago Diner for like breakfast, lunch time. So I'll probably do that with her. You, Where's that at? It's, it's around where Lindsay lives, like Wrigleyville, Boys Town area. Mm-hmm. Um, I doubt that. I mean, I doubt that you'd want to go because it's oh. it's vegan and vegetarian. Oh. So okay. They do eggs and cheese. I'm just going to go have some swanky Frankies then. Oh my God. I want that so bad right now. (laughs) I'm going to have that for breakfast. Yes. I want to, I'm going to get a dozen of them (laughs) and just keep them in my room. (laughs) And when I pass by, I'm just going to grab one and eat it. (laughs) Mmm. So delicious. Oh, I bet you wish you had some of these. Give me one. No. You have no, I only have ten left. You're not going to eat all of those. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. <laughs> Give me one. Asshole. We'll fight. <laughs> It'll be like a really awkward slap fight. <laughs> With giant hot dogs. I'll wrestle one away from you and, and take a bite out of it and lick it and you'll be like, I'm still taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, I've had worse. You're not even hungry anymore, but you're still like eating them. Right. Like, like you try and eat them all at once just so I can't have them. <laughs> I can't fit anymore in my body, so I just shove them down my shirt like I'm eating them. You shove so much. Oh, it's so delicious. You can't close your mouth anymore. (laughs) Just like sliding out. (laughs) (laughs) When I move my head up and down, hot dogs come out like a Pez dispenser. <laughs> I'm, I'm like worried about you. I'm like sitting on the ground and Craig Shane, please stop. Please stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, 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 you wanted them. This is what you wanted. Look at what you made me do. <laughs> do you know how much I paid for these? <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm crying. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you actually feel your blood turn solid. <laughs> it congeals. <laughs> You're like, hey, check it out. You cut yourself and <laughs> it just sits there. <laughs> it's tired. <laughs> I sweat pure grease. My clothes turn transparent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the back of my head hurts now. Hi, Kiki. I'm okay. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> she is the sweetest cat in the entire world. Except I want to come see her. I got to tell you, though, she's kind of a shit. Um, yeah. You know how cats, they figure out something that they that you don't want them to do? Mm-hmm. Whenever they want attention, they go to do that. She's been doing mm-hmm. that a lot lately. Mm, girl, what's she doing? I, I have uh, some colored pencils and stuff um, in like a little, uh, you know, uh, a container or whatever, like a jar. And she will go over to it and she will chew the tops of them off. Like she'll bite the leads off. Mm. And, um, and, or she'll like rub against it, try and knock the thing over. <laughs> <laughs> and and as the second that like, you know, we'll be playing or whatever. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to start working again. She'll mm-hmm. so go right there. Right. And it's so obvious because I come home at night and nothing's happened to it. You know, it's never <laughs> over. There's right. never any teeth marks on there, you know. So it's like if you really wanted that that badly, wouldn't you just spend <laughs> all day? <laughs> like, right. Like you you every time I look at you, you're trying to get into that stuff, but then you have all day to do whatever you want and you don't even touch it. <laughs> Right. Come on. It's like I, I just want to like be like, okay, when I come home, this better be chewed the shit out. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I have I have this a story that's related to this, but I have to tell you a, a first story oh, before we get to that. Bill Cosby. Yes. Yes. Story that story, so I can tell you this one. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. All right, so uh, laying in bed, sleeping last night, and at about uh, 3 o'clock, 3.30 in the morning, I jolt awake, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. So I'm I'm just kind of, you know, checking things out, looking around, seeing what's going on, and then all of a sudden I hear this chirp, and then nothing. I'm like, what the fuck was that? 30 seconds later, chirp. Is it a cricket? No. It's my fucking uh, battery and my smoke alarms. Hate that. 3.30 in the morning. So I get up and I don't realize there's a battery in it because they're hardwired into the building electrical system. So I figured there wouldn't be a battery. So I'm like, what the fuck's it doing? So I get the broom handle and I hit the little silence button on it. And wait 30 seconds. Chirp. Oh, fucker. My fuck. Now, I had to get the broom handle because I have 10-foot fucking ceilings. Oh, shit. 
and I cannot reach them. Oh, no. I don't own a ladder because I'm in an apartment. What the fuck do I need a ladder for? Right, yeah. You know? So Leah is awake now. She spent the night. Mm-hmm. So she's she's awake. I'm trying to figure out, you know, how to get this thing down. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to get the battery out. I, t- two, almost three years I've lived here, and this has not happened before. Yeah. I, I thought that they were changing my smoke detector batteries because they don't have any residents tall enough to reach them. Well, exactly. So, anyway, I get this idea. I'm going to wheel my office chair in there so I can get up on it. No. And then, you know, pop this thing off. Mm-hmm. And Leah volunteers to get up on there for me. Mm-hmm. So, I hold the chair while she gets up there. She's too short. She misses it by like six inches. Oh, man. So, I've got this little uh, table in my bedroom. So I wheel, I push that over and then push that next to the chair. So she gets up on the chair mm-hmm. and then she can pop this little battery door off. It's a fucking nine volt battery. Oh fuck. I'm like, I don't have any nine volt batteries. So I go out to the kitchen. I'm digging through my junk drawer mm-hmm. and I find a nine volt battery mm-hmm. still in its package. What? So I'm like, Thank God for small favors. Past you uh, rules. <laughs> right, right. So I, I go in there and she puts the, the battery back in and the smoke detector behaves itself. I push the chair back. I, I uh, move the table back to where it goes. And when Leah sleeps over, we lock Tank out of the bedroom because he crawls all over people when they sleep. And he's extra noisy. So, this is the second part of the story. We get all cleaned up, and we close the door. We get the lights turned off. Back in bed. We're in bed for about a minute, maybe two minutes, in complete (laughs) darkness. Leah starts laughing her ass off. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. She's laughing her ass off. And then I feel Tank step from her onto me. So he he hid under the bed as soon as I opened the door to get the chair oh. uh, to get the smoke detector down. He ran in and ran under the bed, right? Uh. So <laughs> his plan <laughs> was after we closed the door was to make his presence known. <laughs> like Like he made it to base and we couldn't do anything to him now. Right. right. <laughs> so he's he's walking over. It's like you guys can't throw me out now. <laughs> Leah picks him up, tosses him out. <laughs> you bitches are in bed. Nothing's gonna happen to me. Oh, hey. <laughs> right. He he clearly thought past the point where he receives gratification and did not plan for any consequences. I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. He just wanted to show you that he did. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what he wanted. (laughs) Weirdo. We laughed for we laughed for a good amount of time because I have I have a weird setup in my place. I mean, probably not too weird. It's probably not unusual with like uh, one. As long as it's not stapled to the ceiling. So I've got the um, one bedroom and one bathroom, 
and mm-hmm. there's a door into the bathroom from the main room and a door into the bathroom from the bedroom. Right. So, um, so with Kiki, there is the um, main door to shut, and then there's also the bathroom door, which sometimes mm-hmm. I forget about. <laughs> so, like, when I put her out at night, mm-hmm. um, you know, sometimes I, I maybe I didn't shut the bathroom door all the way or something like that, and I've noticed that, like, she she doesn't, like, do it right away. Because she knows that I'm going to lay down right. and and go to sleep. So she'll kind of wait a little bit. And then... She's looking at the little watch on her yes! wrist. Yes! <laughs> the bitch is going to be asleep by now. And then she'll make her way in. But I always like hear her because she'll come in. And she's really quiet. But then mm-hmm. she lays down. She's got a little bed that she likes um, oh. uh, in here. And it's like... It's fake fur, you know. Uh-huh. It's really cheesy. It's like pink fake fur, and then oh, she's campy. I know. And then the inside is like pink and like brown, like leopard pattern, like a uh, uh, thing on the bottom, right? Right. She grooms everything. Oh. So she grooms the the little like you know pad on the bottom. Of the mm-hmm. thing. So I'll be lying there starting to fall asleep and I'll hear this like <laughs> <laughs> Tank does that to me when I let him in the bedroom at night. He grooms he, you. He get no, he gets up on the bed and he lays next to me and he can't stay in any one spot for more than like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So he'll he'll lay between my ankles on top of the covers, and then he'll groom himself, and it'll shake the whole fucking bed. Yes, yeah. And then he'll get up, and he'll walk over the bony parts of my body, so it hurts. Yeah. And then he'll lay beside me, and then he'll groom himself, and it'll shake the bed, and now I get to hear the wet noises. Yeah, and it's so gross. It is. It's so gross. And she'll do that sometimes where she's, like, lying, like, next to me or, like, she likes to kind of lean against me a lot. Yes. So, like, she'll she'll groom herself, but then she'll, like, get on me. Mm-hmm. And then it'll, like, so it'll be on my shirt or something. And then she's, like, doing so much that I'll... Blah. <laughs> uh. It's just so gross. Sometimes I've got those... Uh, those jersey sheets, the ones that are like t-shirt material. Oh, I love those. And she will groom those. I mean, just the sheets. <laughs> she'll be lying down on the sheets and she'll suddenly just start grooming the sheet. <laughs> a weirdo. I know. I'm like, you need to stop. But, um, but yeah, that's her like night, not really nightly. It's like her nap time ritual. Like mm-hmm. on the weekends, like I might come and take a nap. And if I do, she usually comes and takes a nap too. But mm-hmm. she doesn't lie like on the bed with me. She will lay down in her little bed. That's so cute. And she will groom. <laughs> she will groom it <laughs> until she falls asleep. That's so weird. I know, but it's so funny because she can't, like she hasn't put together yet. Like, how she comes in she sneaks into her little bed and the reason i don't let her stay in the room by the way is because she will wake me up at two in the morning Mm -hmm. by meowing purring and rubbing her tail in my face (laughs) 
So, cause she's got the big bitch. Oh yeah. She's such a bitch. But, um, but like, so she'll, she'll start making that noise and I will like look down at her and she will look up like, how did you know I was, (laughs) (laughs) are you magic? (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's, she's so weird. Yeah. Anyway, cats, won't you? Please do. Yeah. I, I, was, I texted you about this. I saw a sticker on the back of a car today. <laughs> uh, yes. That just had a paw print on it. And then written in the middle of the paw print was the word cats in all capital letters. Mm. And it's just like that license plate we saw. And it made yeah. me happy. What about cats? That's so weird. What about cats? What is it that you're trying to tell me? They exist? Do you like them? Do you hate them? It's just like going up to somebody and saying, Cats! <laughs> well, hi. How, cats. how are you? Cats! Did you see what Faye uh, Driver said on Tumblr? Oh, I think I did. Um, he's he's worried that I'm going to be a crazy cat lady because I'm talking mm-hmm. to Kiki. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that does not make a crazy cat lady. I know, right? So, um, but yeah, I I think when, whenever I meet him in person, that will be the first thing I say to him. Cats! <laughs> cats. Cats are so cute, don't you think? <laughs> Let me show you cat pictures. Cats! This- no, they're not mine. These are just from the internet. <laughs> this is Little Bub. <laughs> <laughs> I love Little Bub. I do too. She's so cute. Oh my god, she's amazing. Was that you or Leah that was telling me about the video where she's being she's getting her food prepared and she's on the couch? I might have been telling you about that, but and she just flips out because she can't get down. She can't get down, so she's running back and forth. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so cute. This is so awesome. Oh, it's Hilarious. Amazing. She's like, and and she's looking. She's looking over the edge of the couch like. Maybe this time. <laughs> right. <laughs> this will be the time I do it. <laughs> My time has finally come. <laughs> eh, you know what? I'm going to try over here. It looks, looks shallower. <laughs> oh, it's so perfect. I love it. Yeah, but And and that was interesting. Uh, YHF Jim mm-hmm. uh, was mentioning the fact that uh, Bub's going to have a book. Oh yeah, I saw that. And he he said, "I just can't imagine a book like written in like Bub character." And I was like, "I don't like." I sent him a, a message and I said, "I own the Maru book." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "That's fine, but like little Bub's owner does this all this weird stuff. Like Bub is the one answering the questions on the blog, and Bub is an alien and stuff like that." He's like, "I just can't mm. imagine an entire book." you know, playing that game. And it's like, right. yeah, I buy that. I, I <laughs> like his owner. I got to say, um, from the videos I've seen and stuff like that. Um, and, but, but yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> it is. Yeah. That's okay. We like weird. So cat, we do, don't we? Yeah, we do. Weird is good. Mm-hmm. Because most of the time, if you're not, weird it's because you're hiding something 
hiding something really weird. Really, really weird. Maybe evil weird. Troy McClure weird. <laughs> you may remember me from such fetishes as. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> you may remember me from killing that hooker. Oh, God. <laughs> so, um, Kat has asked me to go to a Google bar- Google. Google, 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 Bordello concert. It's Are you gonna go in Milwaukee? Do you, have you listened to their music? Oh hell yeah! Oh okay. Yeah, I like their music. Okay, it's well then you should go. Yeah, it's got all the the gypsy kind of stuff going on. I like it. Mm. I I kind of feel like that kind of music with the accordions and stuff like that is mm. the kind of music that I am naturally drawn to. <laughs> I think you're right. It's it's really strange. Like They Might Be Giants is my favorite band of all time because they've got all the weird different types of like instruments and stuff in there, especially with the accordion. But I remember there was this this one time that the um I got my car fixed or something. Mm-hmm. And when I picked it up, it was on like uh like a Mexican station. Mm-hmm. And it was all those kind of songs with a lot of accordion and a lot of oh right stuff like that. And I left it there for like a week. I was like, "What do they? Awesome. <laughs> what do they call that kind of music?" I don't know. I don't know. But I was like, "This is the best ever. I'm going to leave this here forever." <laughs> it was so good. I like that kind of music. That's cool. Yeah. So. Ranchero music? Is that what it is? Okay. I don't know. There's, I'm just looking. It's not like the guys in the restaurants. like. You know. Yeah, that's... Um, that's like... Oh, what the fuck is that called? I can't remember the name of those. Mariachi, that's right. Thank you. Yeah, it's not Yeah, it's not that style. There's, there's a bunch of different styles of Mexican music. Yeah, and that's why I wasn't sure what to call it or how to look it up or anything, you know. Yeah. But I remember one time um, at a Mexican restaurant, they had some sort of Mexican music channel on. And there were these guys. Okay, so they're in, like, cowboy hats. And, you know, they're, all, they're kind of matching, but kind of not. Kind of like a boy band, but they're men. You know, mm-hmm. and so they're wearing like plaid shirts and jeans and cowboy hats and right, yeah, was playing an accordion. And I was like, I'm never leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Come here, Mr. Accordion Player. <laughs> I <need to> show you. <laughs> Play me your music. <laughs> I got cookies. <laughs> Find them. <laughs> so yeah. Um hmm. let's see. We're talking about <sighs> music and cats. Hi Kiki. <laughs> Kiki. I I left the window open slightly because it fascinates her. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I saw that uh, that picture you posted yesterday. She loves having the window open. She loves it. I don't know what it is. She just sta- sits there and stares, mm-hmm. and she can do it for like hours. And most of the time, there's nothing happening out there. But she just loves like even if it's raining, she gets super excited because she's watching the rain fall and make 
like ripples and stuff in puddles. Bridget, this cat is impossibly cute. No, no. I, I, I'm starting to think she's not real. That she's just a figment of my imagination. <laughs> she's like, she's like one of those impossible geometric figures. Yeah, made out of cute. Yes, she, she is probably a character of my own imagining in like a kid's book. Because she's just too perfect. It's mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, I don't know, Curious George or something. It just doesn't work. It's not yeah. possible that she exists. Right. She's... Tell you what, she's making me hate my cats more and more. <laughs> Why more like Kiki? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck's Kiki? <laughs> Be cute! <laughs> oh, my. oh, you found it. Thank you. I did. I think this is what you're looking for. Okay. I'll have to look into that kind of music because I yeah, so it, it'll link you to artists and bands and stuff. Okay, cool. Oh, they're about love, patriotism, or nature. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can find some alternative ranchera bands, some like Spanish nerd yeah. uh, ranchera bands. I feel funny. They have to be out there. I feel very funny right now thinking about that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to send you down a K-hole of Southern American music. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. I'll have to look into that. Um, What else is going on? Uh, not much. I'm, I am so not ready for this trip. Like I'm not prepared at all. I'm not ready for this weekend at all either. It's, it's for a long time. It's been so far away mm-hmm. and there was no interim there, there. It went from being so far away to being almost here. It's like, yeah, it was like, Oh, that's, that's a long time from now. I don't need to worry about it too. It's this week. Right. Yeah, it just happens. That's a tough adjustment. It is. I don't, and I always get kind of nervous before these things too. Like mm-hmm. the further away it is, it it's kind of like the uncanny valley thing, you know. Right. So it's like when it's really far away, you're super excited about it, and then it gets closer, and you get more and more excited. The reality sets and in. And then when the week of it comes, you know, when it's really close, mm-hmm. then you start to get, like, for, for your social anxiety people, you start to get, like, why did I think this was a good idea? Everybody's going to hate me. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do something stupid. I do know. <laughs> Just stuff like that, you know. See, my even my anxiety procrastinates. Like all mine just hits me the night before. See, for me, it it kind of uh, it comes to a boil the night before, but mm-hmm. it simmers all week. Yeah, and I start. The worst part is I start to think like I should, you know, make an excuse or whatever. Right, and it's so dumb because how many times have I been to this and I always have a good time and there's people that I want to see. And I don't know why I do it. Brains are dumb. They are. And I I would do that 
to almost everything I had to go to. Yeah. And that's that's really why I started going to therapy. Yeah. Is because it was starting to get that way with important stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, it's it's so easy and it's gratifying to cancel out of of something. Yes, because you think it's going to be so much better to like stay at home and watch Psych for the 50th time. And it kind of is. But it's not something that you should do. Well, it's not. Yeah, I mean, you could live in your own little world. Especially last week's psych. It was so good. My fucking God. Like, I was in a daze. Yeah. Like, (laughs) even the next day, I was just like... What just happened? Did that really happen? I had to watch it the next night. Oh, did you? Yeah, I had to watch it again just to make sure that I, I correctly perceived everything. Yeah, it was weird. It was. You're like, why'd you do that? Anyway, okay, we're not gonna. No spoilers. No, no spoilers. So, um, so yeah, but yeah, I have that sometimes, and it's really dumb because, like, one of the things I have is like, um, you know, I don't know. I have this thing where it's like nobody really wants me to be there. People are just being nice, and I'm like, why would people be that nice for that long? For what point? You know? Right. <laughs> you know. Right. It's like that that'd be like a complete waste of time, you know. It's like yeah, it's it's like uh, you know the, the people that um talk about government conspiracies. It's like you can't have a secret that thousands of people are in on right. and not hear anything about it. Right, exactly. You know, you, you can't keep up that type of deniability. Right. You know, people your friends are not going to 24 hours a day pretend to like you right yeah exactly well and it's just like um i knew somebody once who was like convinced that um the world was secretly being run not by like politics or politicians but like really really super rich people like Mm -hmm. they were actually the ones who made decisions and stuff and they would tell the politicians what was going to happen next stuff like that everybody knows it's corporations and that it's been (laughs) well and then it's been going on forever and that they've been you know secretly plotting things and right so they believe in like the the bilderberg uh shit and and all that like the the what is it called alumin whatever yeah, Illuminati. Illuminati. So, like, that kind of stuff. And I said, you know what? It, I don't believe it, and I will tell you why. I don't think anybody is actually that ambitious. I don't yeah. think anybody, I don't think any family could have it go on for that long, no matter what kind of family it is, because there's always going to be somebody who's not going to be interested. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't believe that people would put that much effort Right. When this when you if you were to if you were to look at the situation from an objective point of view, Mm -hmm. I think you would see a bunch of pools of corruption Mm -hmm. and not one giant ocean of corruption. It is too much work for everything to be connected. It is. You can't believe that people would spend their time doing it. Right. (laughs) Right, and the more people you involve in it, the more likely it's going to fall apart. Exactly, and so you 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 have to to success successfully pull off something. You have to have a core, small group of people. Right, 
And that limits you on the kind of shit you can pull off. Exactly. And and when it comes down to it, too, there's, like, other, you know, they, they talk about, like, oh, and they're responsible for this and that. Well, what, you know, like, a, a you know, something like a war or, like, a attack or something like that. Yeah. Well, why? What's the motivation? People don't do things just for the hell of it. People, right. people don't, you know, especially if you're talking about this kind of situation, how do they make money off of that? You know? Right. People, yeah, that happens in movies. Yeah, exactly. But that shit doesn't hold up in real life. No, and that's that's the thing. You know, you see, you see those uh, movies where they have bad guys who are bad guys just to be bad guys. Right. I don't believe that that actually happens. I believe there's right. crazy people who do, you know, dumb shit sometimes. Yeah, but, but the great part about that is crazy people are often too crazy to gather the resources they need to do crazy shit. Exactly. Like in the James Bond movies. <laughs> right. There is some crazy motherfucker who's running this giant crime ring. Why would those people follow that crazy motherfucker? Right. They wouldn't. James Bond has taught me that all billionaires are deranged lunatics. Right. That, like, torture for fun. <laughs> Live in mountains shaped after their heads. Yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, really, when it comes down to it, I truly believe that people are genuinely good and that people get corrupted by, like, money mm-hmm. and power. But I don't think, I really honestly don't believe that there are that many people in the world who would love the idea of really a lot of fucking work right i don't know i don't know if it's i don't know if it's like an attempt a subconscious attempt to make themselves feel more important you know like they're being targeted by these corrupt people Mm -hmm. you know or if it's just uh i i think that's how it looks you know from your point of view as a citizen that believes they're getting shit on. Yeah. You know, you you see what appears to be the whole government conspiring against you mm-hmm. when in fact it's probably none of the above. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do I believe that there's corruption and there's probably shit going on that we have no idea about, sure. But yeah, I don't it's think just it's not a, across the board. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like it's not all connected. Because when you start to think that things are connected, um, you are probably in, um, you know, a movie with Jennifer Lawrence. Or Payback with Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's true. Was that that the one where he was the conspiracy theorist? Oh, no. Payback was the one where he gets gets back at the people who kidnapped his kid. It was... uh, It's actually just called Conspiracy Theory. Oh, yeah. Conspiracy Theory one. (laughs) But no, Payback was a good fucking movie. It was. I used to watch that every time I come across it on TV. Yeah, yeah. Just because it was a good movie. Yeah. Even if it was on, like, TBS and it's all edited shit, I'll still watch it. Yeah. And I think they were trying to do that like a second time and more with more like, um, uh, what do you want to call it? More violence and more, you know, aggression with that Mm. Liam Neeson movie. I never watched it, but that was the impression that I got from all the the commercials and everything. Did you see that? 
Yeah, you might be right. And I actually, I keep meaning to watch that, but it's never on Netflix streaming. Yeah. And I'm too lazy to steal it. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But I... I but yeah, I, I think you're right. I... I, I friends that we made fun of that for a while. The uh, <laughs> the commercial kept coming up. <laughs> <laughs> so like it's so like every time like the smallest tiniest slight would happen <laughs> do that little speech <laughs> I will find you and I will kill you <laughs> I mean, you that, got yeah. you got my order wrong <laughs> I asked for sour cream there is no sour cream in my bag <laughs> I am going to hunt you <laughs> <laughs> with every less breath breath in my body i will find you and i will kill you <laughs> <laughs> that movie is pure revenge porn that's all it is yes there's lots of those and i'm recently. okay with that yeah yeah there's lots of those recently yeah yeah revenge fantasy movies you know i don't know sometimes yeah. sometimes it's good to just kind of get what get the poison out? Does that work in this situation? Yeah, it's a release. Yeah, exactly. So, um, revenge, won't you? Yeah, use some discretion with that one. Mm-hmm. You know, it just yeah. sometimes it's okay to help karma out, but not all the time. Yeah, I mean, if it's if it's possible through inactivity. There you go. That's the best way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> There's no fingerprints on inactivity. <laughs> also, poisonous gas is pretty untraceable. That is um, very effective and cost-effective as well. Mm-hmm. It's also wildly irresponsible for me to suggest that. Yeah, and I'm I feel bad about saying what I just did because I have no idea and I you know, I would not want to encourage that. Well, at least our listeners are smart enough to not take our advice. That's true. That's true. I think our listeners know that um we're just Oh well I am. <laughs> You're like super smart and fabulous and wonderful and handsome. And, uh, you know, all those things. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you forgive me now for saying you're a dumb bunny? Yes. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking of the, um, what is it? Um, uh, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you're right and I was wrong. <laughs> you're attractive and I'm not <laughs> well the lucky part of it was is you insulted me during a portion where your microphone cut out so I just heard silence and then I came back to you complimenting me profusely <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like oh she must have said something unless you're wrong I, only- <laughs> I called you a dumb bunny that's right. That's my friend says that a lot, so I've kind of adopted it. Well, I know rabbits are smart, so I accept your compliment. <laughs> a dumb bunny is really smart, actually. <laughs> what was what was that? It was from a movie or something. Uh, some nerdy kid says a douchebag is uh, an, a hygiene product, 
So I take that as a compliment or something like that. Yeah. What was that? I don't know, but I can hear it in my head. (laughs) Um, Uh, That's going to annoy me now. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. Oh, excuse me. Um, All right. I should probably stop. I'll excuse you. Okay. Should we wrap this bitch up? Let's. And now, let's end this meeting on a high note.